if you learn how to control it, the entrepreneurial brain becomes the most powerful tool in your arsenal. In this podcast, I will dive deep into the psychology and biology behind it to help you understand yourself and ultimately become your best, most authentic self. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurial Brain Podcast. Today I'm here with Tiffany from Process Proves. And yeah, we're talking about ADHD, we're talking about entrepreneurship processes, which I am also giving my background, strategy consultant in the corporate world, putting everything in a little bit, giving us that structure that's important, but many people with ADHD hate, but need to a certain degree. So excited to hear a little bit how, how you are working with that and what have you been doing? What are you doing now? So welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So yeah, already teased it on process will definitely be a big thing of today's episode. So just start with telling us a little bit about your background processes and how did you transition into the, the online coaching and working with ADHD entrepreneurs and that theme? Uh, so as you know, having ADHD, um, we like variety. We get bored with certain things. Um, so I've kind of fell into, in corporate America, into a position where I didn't really have a set specific title area department that I focused on. Um, I was a director of process improvements and implementations. Um, so with that, I got to go around to different companies, different corporations working with C-level executives to break down existing processes, procedures, teams, what have you, um, kind of reevaluate and then build back up to be more efficient and more profitable. Um, so that was awesome for me because I was never in one place for too long <laughs> and I got to, you know, I got to kind of organize chaos, which is kind of my thing. Um, I had spent several years doing that and um, it was more of a contractual position. And there was just one point where, you know, I, my, the end of my contract happened and I said, you know what, I need to do this for individuals. I'm making millionaires into billionaires. I need to do this for, you know, smaller scale um, on my own with individuals that are small business owners because, you know, they don't have that team and, and all the financial backing and things. So to be able to help individuals do that is super important to me and I'm passionate about that. Beautiful. Yeah, maybe let's let's give it a try by starting immediately with the concrete example. So how would you start with that process with I mean, I am an IDG entrepreneur. So that's the exact thing that I'm also struggling with. And I also by the people that I work with know it's a very big problem. So let, let's start by how would you start any examples any? So um, I work with clients that are all in different levels, I guess you could say, um, in their careers, either people that are just starting out their businesses, people that are in that one to five year mark where they're like, they're going, they got that momentum, but they're not where they want to be, or um, higher level uh, entrepreneurs that are, you know, in that six figure mark that that have felt like they've hit their ceiling. Because sometimes when we hit our goals, we forget everything that we knew. <laughs> and We don't realize how we got there. Um, so sometimes it is kind of a start over process. Um, so just to lay that out. So as far as kind of how the process works, um, I take those big picture ideas or concepts or goals that these entrepreneurs have and help them break them down into the details, right? What are the specific actions that you need to take that are going to be easy for you to digest, that are going to work hand in hand and coincide from a fun and flexible standpoint with your ADHD so that you're not having to be in high 
hyper focus mode all the time because we're not, you know, or, you know, sometimes what I call squirrel mode where we're just wanting to put out fires and things like that where we can knock out the smaller things. Um, so an example would be, um, and I like to use this example because it's, it's, you know, easy to, to conceive. Um, if say an entrepreneur would come to me and they want to expand their reach through say an email campaign. Well, you know you want to have an email campaign, right? That's point A. And point Z is you want to make profit from that. But everything in between, it can get overwhelming. You don't know what all needs to be done. Um, and then the steps within, like what order do you do them? So what we would do is kind of break down, okay, well, we need to look at what kind of, you know, softwares and functionality it is that you need. How are we building your email list? Um, you know, how often are you sending those emails? What are the topics going to look like? Are you doing it yourself? And just kind of break down those steps from that big picture into smaller, 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 smaller pieces. Um, so then my clients end up having this literal action plan. And there's no specific order to it outside of like, you know, the cart there are cart before the horse situations or things that are more urgent than others. But now you can look at this list and you can literally just cherry pick what whatever mood you're in, what activity that you choose to do, knowing in confidence that you have everything laid out in front of you. You're not having to overthink. You're not overwhelmed. It's all right there. You can, you know, use it however you want, cut it up, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. And you have that confidence now in knowing, okay, I want to start an email, you know, campaign strategy. And no matter what I do, as long as I'm doing something that's on this list, it's getting me from my idea to my goal. So it really does take that overthinking, that second guessing, that going down the rabbit hole, um, over-researching, we tend to hoard information, like we want to learn all the things, right? Mm, information age. <laughs> yes. Um, shiny things, right? We're watching all these YouTube videos. And, uh, does, is it this program? Is it this program? But to be able to have that dialogue with my clients and really say, well, what is it that you like? What don't you like doing? Okay, well, we're going to, this is what we're going to do. Um, so to really be able to collapse time um, from, you know, from their, their goal setting to their actual like conception to see it go into fruition is really helpful because time is money, right? And then you put all the whole mindset aspect in it too. We're beating ourselves up and we, you know, okay, well, tomorrow's another day. Like here goes my ADHD again, you know, like I can't focus. Um, so to be able to take all of those challenges out too, um, personally and professionally to just, you know, allow my clients to hit the ground running. Like I said, knowing that they have those actionable steps and they can do it in whatever order they want, whatever mood that they're in. And what's one of the biggest challenges that you find with like either before the, the process of maybe identifying the goal or implementing the process? So what are one of the, the biggest challenges that you find during that process of implementing the processes? Um, I would say that um, the biggest challenge that my clients have is wanting to do all the things all at once. Mm. And you end up doing nothing right? Or you end up doing things that you don't need to be spending or to be honest, wasting your time doing. Um, so to really have that clarity and focus, not knowing the order of things, not being able to identify those details. Um, and like I said, just get like almost distracting yourself, which tends to be a form of procrastination too. You know, you mm -hmm. want to work on something that gives you that serotonin and dopamine release, but that might not be what you need to be doing in order to reach your goal. So the biggest challenge I would say is staying on track, um, being consistent, 
That's what my clients come to me with um, is, is the inability to be consistent, right? Because again, ADHD, like we're going to do whatever our, <laughs> our mind tells us to do at that moment. So to be able to stick to that and then managing time, that's, that's a really big thing as well. Um, Cause when we get in hyper-focused mode, you know, hours go by and we've done absolutely nothing. So to be able to have that um, ability to cross things off the list. Mm. And like I said, that you're working off that list, that you're being productive, you do get that dopamine release and you're able to kind of, you know, track your progress at the same time. Mm. Yeah. I love that because that's also what I find in, like, especially in entrepreneurship. I mean, it's so common that you get in then into that hustle mode and do that work, work, work. And you have all these tasks like, Oh, can do I work on lead gen and marketing record a podcast, create some offline training. So it's get super overwhelming. And then like people forget uh, the basic strategic thinking, like always reflecting, always spending more reflecting, sharpening the X instead of shopping, trying to shop down a, a tree with a stump X. It's like not working well. So you always need to be constantly reminding. So you actually identify what are the high value tasks and then approaching those with a process makes, makes a lot of sense and really keeping that clarity because that's also one thing that I find it so easily. If you don't have it mapped out, if you don't have it somewhere externally, also what I find super helpful that you I may at some point you have that clarity. But then a few days pass, you're working on different things, your, your brain gets mumbled up and then you are like back to back to baseline, back to brainstorming and working on other things. So that's definitely something else to find. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so <clears throat> go ahead. Yeah, any thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, as ADHDers, we like have all of these epiphanies and great ideas and, you know, we, we can go from one extreme to another, right? Have too many ideas or have not enough ideas. And we want to write things down and we have a notebook here and a post-it here in the back of our seat over here. And we write on our hand and just to make sure. So we have everything, like you said, all over the place sometimes. Um, so when I work with my clients, um, I create a tool for them. It's, it's in Trello where they do have everything all there in one specific place. And I teach them the best practices of, okay, this is your place. You can access it on your phone. If you don't have a piece of paper, you always have your phone with you, right? And you can access it on your computer. So you have this idea. There's a section in there where you just brain dump. I am all about brain dumping. That is, that is the start of my consultations with my clients and that's for everything, right? Because you want to know, um, you got to know kind of where your head's at, you get it out. And that, that allows you that space to start putting things together in a way that is uh, more strategic and more productive. Um, so to be able to have everything all in one place is super helpful and beneficial, right? And have that flexibility um, and opportunity to put that in there because then when it comes to you're starting to knock things off your list, now you can go back to your brain dump and be like, what do I want to work on next? So all of my, um, all of my consults start out with just talk to me, you know, Maurice, tell me exactly everything. Tell me all the things, everything it is that you have in your head that you want to do. I don't care if it's your two week goal or your, you know, 20 year goal, just tell me everything. And I'll just kind of be processing that on my own and I'll pick out, you know, one to three. Okay. These are the top three things. And we always want to look at low effort, high impact, right? Um, so these are the 
top three things. I will tell my clients, I'm not just a coach. I am a consultant. I will tell you what to do. <laughs> you know, I will tell you, help you with the prioritization, which is another big thing that my clients have trouble with. Um, as you mentioned, like not knowing where to start and what, what do I need to do? And am I working over here, working over here? Um, so to have that brain dump and then come out and say, okay, well, based on what we've talked about, we're going to work on this, this, and this, you know, and then we move into the next phase. What does that look like? And that goes back to that, you know, that um, example that I had given all right, let's work on your email campaign and break it down. So they understand and they're not having to think. And you're just literally handed, you know, this whole plan and strategy on a silver platter. And another thing that is important to me when it comes to my clients, as far as that goes, it's not a one and done. I do have the ongoing accountability piece of it. And I am not that coach that talks to my clients once a week and says, why didn't you do your homework? We hate the word homework. We hate rules, right? (laughs) We want to do things our own way, which is why it's so important to have flexibility and fun and freedom. Um, They have access to me all week right? Because a lot can happen in a week and absolutely nothing can happen in a week. So I'm not the coach that says, here's your homework. I'll talk to you in a week and then say, why didn't you do your homework? Absolutely not. What I like to do is get in front of any potential barriers, right? Shiny things, distractions. We might have to pick up our kids from soccer practice or have a birthday, you know, or just our internal distractions that could potentially get in our way. So when I meet with my clients, we put a plan of attack for that week. And I call them good intentions, right? Because if we're like, this is my goal, this is my deadline, this is what I'm going to do. And you don't do it, then you're beating yourself up. So this is what I plan to do. It's my good intentions. And I'm going to celebrate even if I did one thing, (laughs) you know, that that's what it's all about. Um, But getting in front of those from an accountability standpoint and saying, okay, well, this is what our plan is for next week or for this next week coming up, what you're, what you're going to try to do, what could potentially get in your way and identifying those things and then putting um, some type of strategy around that as far as, okay, so when this happens, how are you going to address it? Because sometimes when we do get those distractions, we tend to, um, when we, when we get distracted, we, we never come back to the task that we're doing, or we're like, oh, there's my ADHD again, you know, and again, we beat ourselves up. So instead of being reactive to it, having a plan, okay, if this happens, if I get up and use the restroom and then don't sit back down again, I'm going to catch myself. And this was my plan. And this is what I'm going to do. And this was my boundary, you know, setting those boundaries. So we're not beating ourselves up around it. We're giving ourselves grace. We're getting in front of it and saying, I already anticipated this happening and this is how I'm going to, you know, kind of snap back and, and put focus back on where I need to be. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I would love to because I love what you mentioned about Trello and having everything in one place, especially starting with the brain. Um, so which is no matter your ADHD brain. So there are maybe thoughts popping into your head when you are okay. And shower might not be the best point. But after you get out of the shower, you can put it in there. But wherever you are, you put that in there. And then at a certain place and it has a day, a certain time, you have some time to process this, to sort it out. So we'd love to get a little bit deeper and a little bit more concrete on the, on the Trello example, because people, it's a project management software. So I think most of my listeners will know it. it's a classical, you have that Kanban board. Um, so how would that work? You have, for example, the email marketing process, and then you identify certain tasks, certain things, and then you maybe just explain it a little bit more how the processes in Trello look like, how would you go through that and actually use that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So starting with the brain dump, um, again, just to touch on that, instead of having an idea and jumping to it, 
getting in that habit of writing it down and leaving it alone is super important, mm. right? Um, so a big thing when it comes to Trello is, um, and I, I always instill this in my clients, they don't have to be good at technology for one. They don't have to be good at creating plans. I do that for them. I'm good at it so that they don't have to be good at it, right? They get the benefits and the end results from all of that work. So when it comes to Trello, um, yes, it essentially each list, it's a, an outline, a very detailed outline that's built into the Trello system. So each list would be, you know, their one to three top items that they need to work on. And then it's broken down we have checklists in there. We have the comments in there. This is exactly what you're doing. We can put, I mean, it's super customizable, which is why I love it. We can put in there, okay, if you get distracted by X, Y, Z, you know, that's in there so that they can go back and reference, you know, what it is that they, the plans that they put in place. Um, again, it's all about that dopamine release and having those checklists and having those mm -hmm. reminders too, especially for us with ADHD, like, okay, I know I had to do something in this list. Sometimes it can be overwhelming looking at the big picture, but by breaking down each individual step into those cards, you're not looking at the big picture saying, holy cow, where do I start? You're just looking at, okay, this is the next step. These are the tiny steps and, and break them down as much as you can so that you do get that. Yes, I did that. Yes, I did that. Even if it's a 30 second task, even if it's sending an email, <laughs> you know, like that is something that, that we stop and celebrate. Um, another thing with Trello too um, that I like is that it because it is so customizable, we as ADHDers um, we like that that visual stimulation, right? And to be able to customize it, even even though this sounds like bells and whistles, it really helps my clients to have you know colors with certain things, mm. things that make them happy, um, things that are personalized, customized. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. Um, you know, and this is how I'm going to celebrate. Like we can literally build everything in there. Again, my main focus by putting everything into Trello is to take the, not even the overthinking, taking the thought completely out of the scenario. We've already done that. I've handed it to you. Now you just have to take action. Um, so to be able to, again, have that all in one place, broken down, look at the pieces that you choose to look at, have that instant gratification, have the details there for reference that we talked about um, so that you don't have to, you know, search somewhere in your mind about that conversation we had three days ago during our session. It's all right there. And I do it for you. You literally just wake up in the morning and look and say, okay, this is what I feel like doing, or this is what I feel like doing. Um, and then everything moves over. Every, I automate as much as, as I possibly and again, because I don't want my clients to feel like there's any type of learning curve. This should be as easy as possible or we're not going to do it. <laughs> we're not going to do it. Right. Um, so to once you check something off, it will go to the bucket that it's supposed to go in or the list that it's supposed to go in on Trello. Um, and yeah, just just having it be that that fun and, and flexible. It, I, I love Trello. <laughs> I, I can't tell already. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just um, and, and having ADHD, we're all different, right? We all have different ways of doing things and something that um, I learned and something that my clients struggle with is, you know, trying to apply processes that are very formal and structured you know, step one, step two, step three, right? It gets boring, right? And again, we don't like being told what to do. We want to do things on our own way. And some of us are rebels, right? We might want to start at step three and work our way backwards. 
Um, so to be able to have that flexibility and freedom again um, in Trello, where it's just here it is, you know, choose what you want to look at. Like I said, what mood are you in? Are you in hyper-focused mode? Then it's time to update your website that's on your list. You know, are you in squirrel mode? Go ahead and just send out these emails or respond to these messages to people and be done. Um, so yeah, allowing allowing that instead of having such structure, it really just moves and flows with you depending on how you feel the week, the day, the hour, the minute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's because it's always <laughs> and I think that's a crucial point, like really, really a crucial point to having that awareness of state. Like, how do I feel where I'm at right now? Because if you're like super structured and have your to-do list and ah, now it's my deep work phase and now I'm supposed to do that. But if you're already more a little bit open, creative, then use that energy and maybe use some time so you don't need to have that extreme focus. So having a system that allows that flexibility, I think it's really essential. So processes, we both love them. But I would love to learn a little bit also about your own journey, like coming out of the consultant job, similar to me, out of process thinking, corporate world with a lot of structure. Now you are in that external world. I mean, you have Trello and building the system for you, but I would love to learn a bit, a little bit about your learnings, your journey. How has it been on the emotional, on the actual skills that you had to do? So tell me a little bit about that. This is like such a relevant question for me right now on a personal level. And I am so grateful that you asked this question um, because I am currently working on continuing to unlearn things that I did learn in corporate America because it is so structured. You do have to do things certain ways. You do have to ask for permission. You do have to get approval for this to be implemented or like you, you're not your own human right? You can't, you don't have that freedom. You don't have that flexibility. You have to speak in a certain way. You have to, you're, you have all these other layers that are causing you to question or second guess who you even are as a person. And we're already dealing with that with ADHD anyways, right? We don't, <laughs> we don't need those other layers of uh, they're they're honestly restrictions and boundaries um, of how to do things. So for me, I, I was still semi-rebellious in corporate America. Um, oh, <laughs> got, same, same. <laughs> Wasn't easy to be in corporate, okay, yeah. corporate Germany in my case, but it's yeah. same structure and rules. <laughs> Germans love that as well. So Yeah, sometimes it got me in trouble, but I always went against the grain. I always mm. challenged it and I always came out with people like, okay, I get it now, right? Because there's such a mold when it comes to being in that corporate environment um, that when you challenge it, people get uncomfortable. You know, you, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've heard, well, this is the way we've always done things. Well, hello, why am I here? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> oh, the that way sentence, it was so hard for me to hear that, especially as a young consultant, if you are 20 something yeah. and then you have that in the procurement, like then this sentence, yeah. This is, yes. we have always done it that way. This is just the kind of people who also then that job. They love the structure approach. They are fine with, okay, we're doing this and this and that. And then you come in and see like this inefficiency and it's making you crazy. So like, why? <laughs> yes, exactly. You come in like a tornado and they're like, whoa, whoa. And I mean, it, we all know that it, it takes, we need that experience of becoming uncomfortable right? And we have to step out of the norms and our, our mentalities and think outside of the box. And if not everybody can do that, and I'm, I'm blessed with that gift mm. to be able to do that. And that's why I want to share that gift with my clients as well. This was partially learned, you know, behavior that I had to be a certain way and think 
certain ways, but it's always just been in my intuition to look at things and be like, okay, this, this just makes sense. And this is how we're going to do it. So that transition from being in the corporate world and coming out into, um, you know, entrepreneurship, that was something that, you know, I, I could have gotten another contract, right. I could have gone to another million billion dollar company and, and done my thing, but I was done doing it for other people. Um, in ways that like continue to restrict my flexibility, freedom, and creativity, right? Mm. I would say that's the biggest thing for me and my clients. ADHDers do not like the nine to five, right? We don't like have to get up at a certain time. We don't like to have to be on time. <laughs> the breaks, the lunches, like telling you how to structure your day, even if it just is that bracket of the nine to five. If you want to get up and take a, you know, have a snack, go do it in corporate world, you might not be able to do that. So to really empower and encourage my clients to embrace the fact that they are truly their own boss, they do get to make their own rules. Um, they do get to be flexible and have that freedom. If you're in approaching burnout, well, go take a nap. You can't do that at work, <laughs> You can't mm. do that. I mean, if, but not if you want to keep your job, yeah. right? Um, so to really be able to take that get out of that mentality of things have to be a certain way and structured and in order and, and collaborate and everything. And to really just take the, um, you know, the level of creativity that we have as ADHDers and take those ideas and embrace them, you know, but now be able to actually implement them too. Right. It's all those things we're sitting daydreaming at our desks at, at, in our offices. Right. But now we're not in that environment anymore. And we can say, Ooh, this, this really sparks joy in me. Mm. So I'm going to, I'm going to focus on this. So that's the biggest thing for me is doing things my own way. Right. Ways that work for me, ways that make sense to me, ways that bring me joy. And that's what I want to provide for my clients as well. Here's structure, but it's completely free. Like you can do it however you want, whatever feels good to you, whatever is fun to you, whatever makes sense to you in that given moment. You don't have to be at a meeting at a certain time and, you know, zip your lips and things like that. Just be you, do you, do what feels good and enjoy the, you know, enjoy the benefits of that. Yeah. yeah, I love that. It's structure, but it's completely free because I often talk about this dichotomy because there's like people with ADHD, we, we hate structure, but at a certain point, we can't also function without all the structure. So we need certain ways of, okay, then it's going to do the work. I always like to start with like morning and evening routines to at least set around boundaries and not starting a day with the phone or whatever behaviors and you slide in that direction. But even there, like for example, my, my business partner, uh, I mean, He always used to like hate morning routines. And for him, like still at this point, he's not into that. So it's really about that individuality and finding what works for you. But then there, I really love this idea, this thing of process, defining it. First, having the strategic, reflecting what is really what matters to me in my situation, in my business, turning that into a process, but still into a process with some flexibility. So really right. love that theme and I can... I recommend anyone to implement that. <laughs> yeah, more of a checklist than a schedule, right? Like that's like, yeah, that gives you that. We are that so freedom. blessed to be in that age of like technology that allows us that especially to have like these kind of things. But yeah, looking back at your 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 process experience, your entrepreneurship journey, if there's like one core thing, one core learning that you had, what would you recommend to anyone in ADHD entrepreneurship world to, yeah be a better entrepreneur, a better ADHD human? I love this question too. Um, trust yourself, mm. trust your intuition, 
the things that society, friends, family, or even your own inner voice tells you that things about you that are not normal, or you should be a different way, or, you know, take all of those things and twist them into a positive way and make them work for you. The things that make you unique and unlike Mm. everybody else are the things that are going to make you succeed. So truly view those, you know, criticisms and stereotypes and any negative things like that and really take some time to sit with those spin them into that positivity and say you know what this is going this is going to turn into my superpower Um, I actually had a coach um, who challenged me on my inability to be consistent Mm. and this was before I was diagnosed I always knew there was something different so my inconsistency caused me to start something and then stop, start a business, stop a business, do this, stop this. And I started to beat myself up over like, oh, here I go again. Why can't I just be stick to something? Like what is wrong with me? And I had this epiphany and this, this example goes into exactly like, this is true. My, my true story about why, why that was my response is that I had this epiphany and I, I told my coach, you know what? I'm really good at starting businesses. I'm really good at putting processes together. So even though I started and I stopped this business of my own and, and this and that, I'm going to turn this into my superpower and I'm going to do this for other people. So Maurice, you have a business idea or goal, let's do it. And then the point where the shiny syndrome you know, wears off or the novelty wears off is the time that I get to pull out and go help somebody else. So being inconsistent isn't wasn't the detriment that I thought that it was, it actually allowed me to put myself in a position where I could make that work for me, where I could find things that could give me that, you know, that dopamine and that variety that I needed in my life while also in turn helping people. So take that negativity, any connotations around ADHD, even Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, right? Because we know um, even just as entrepreneurs, friends and family are like, yeah, right. This isn't going to work. Right. So that you're dealing with that and the complications of, you know, I don't call it a diagnosis. I call it a blessing um, of your ADHD blessing. Take all of that and figure out how you're going to make it work. Mm. Those those things are are gifts. They're not challenges or obstacles at all. At all. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Same experience. It's so important to have that self-awareness and then not beat yourself up for the things that you think you should be and the ways, especially in terms of consistency. Or there, may, there are many other themes, be it entrepreneurship, another way where things should be or you should be, but that's not a good road to go. So yeah, love it. Love processes. Love this approach. So very enjoyed this conversation. And where can people find more about you? Where can they connect with you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, at Process Prowess. You can also go to my website, www.processprowess.com. Um, I tend to be all over, but those are probably the two two biggest places. Any questions, anything like that, clarity, things like that, I'm open to conversation. Um, you know, it's all about it's all about being a part of the community and mm. you know, being there and being supportive and helping encourage people, whether I'm a right fit in any way or not. I'm always there to be supportive of anybody who needs help. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today on the Entrepreneurial Brain Podcast. 
If you like the show, please take a minute to review our show on iTunes or any other podcast platform. This will help me a ton to reach a bigger audience with the podcast, but also the most important thing to really get world-class leaders, world-class performers, experts, scientists, and ultimately just create amazing episodes with a lot of value for you. Thanks in advance for your support. My name is Maurice, and I will see you on the next show of the Entrepreneurial Brain Podcast.